I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the Aisle Seat. I got the superstar, Kim Schultz, with me. How are you, Kim? I am exhausted, but doing pretty good. Okay, now why are you exhausted? Well, because I can't stop traveling and going out of town. It's just nonstop. <laughs> you love every second of that, though, Kim. You know I, you do. I, you know, I, I, I love it when I schedule it. And then, like, today, as soon as we get done here, I got to jump in the car and get down to Branson, work there for two days, get back here, stuff on Saturday, got stuff on Sunday. It's, it's, it's never, I have no weekends available for this year, pretty much. Wow. That's, that's how popular I am. You are very popular. <laughs> you're, the, you're a superstar. Pretty much. Of, of course, I'm Keith the Critic. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I know. And then we got Derek the Toymaker Neil. How are you? I'm doing just great. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to how to come up with a, a little bit of extra money. There's some some signings taking place that I need to get some autographs, and I'm like, ooh, there's there's a signing coming up with uh, Tom Skerritt and oh, Veronica man. Cartwright. Oh, wow. That's cool. And there there happens to be one coming up uh, for uh, John Carpenter as oh, well. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Keith's hands rubbing yes, together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. This week we're going to review uh, Not Since You on uh, Prime Network, Rise on Disney Plus, and Beavis and Butthead. Do the universe on Paramount Plus. All right. First off, not since you, no, no, not since you on Prime Network. Okay, this is a romantic drama about a close uh, group of college friends who grad- graduated the year of 9/11. So they all reunite to go to their friend's wedding and uh, in Georgia. And uh, so, uh, Sam Nelson uh, is dating, was dating Amy Smith, and they broke up, and she's married to another guy, Ryan Roberts, and that's just one of the uh, crazy things that are happening in this story. Um, uh, there's, uh, there's so many uh, 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 bitterness. There's uh, love. There's uh, and then uh, it all comes to head in one weekend. Okay, Kathleen Robertson, Christian Kale, uh, John Abrams, Sarah Rudy, and of course Barry Corbin, who plays Uncle Dennis. I love him in anything he stars in. Uh, they're all pretty good in this movie, but the most uh, character that made no sense was uh, Jessamine Harrington, who played Sam. Okay, he's dating uh, um, uh, Amy Smith, who's played by Kathleen Robinson. Kathleen Robinson shows up to act. Uh, Jessamine Harrington didn't show up to act. He just looks good in this movie. And that's, you know, I just kind of thought this movie, really, uh, I had, there's some good scenes in this movie, but some scenes I was just bored stiff with. And like I said, uh, 
Desmond Harrington, maybe he needs to go back to acting classes because he doesn't act. He just uh, makes expressions with looks like he's almost constipated throughout this movie. And I just thought that he was a terrible actor. And I hope he goes back to acting class. And, then maybe, <laughs> and maybe he can come in and maybe act again. Maybe, you know, and also... Uh, yeah, this movie was uh, uh, wasn't well directed by uh, Jeff Stevenson. Also, the writing wasn't good either. And also, Stevenson was one of four writers on this show, on this movie as well. Okay, the cast, uh, a cast other than uh, Desmond uh, Harrington. They are pretty good in this movie, and they acted as good as they can. When you come in with a bad uh, direction, a bad script, um, yeah, you can't really uh, say any more uh, good about this movie. I'm going to give this movie one out of four stars. This movie was kind of a pain to set through, and uh, it, yeah, it is a pain to set through. And I just said, hey, uh, I'm glad it's over. And it's only, it's like an hour and like uh, 45, 50 minutes. I don't know how long it was. I didn't pay attention. That's how bored I was with this movie. So, Kim, what did you think? Okay, so this movie probably had a budget of like $83. Is, oh yeah. I mean, not yeah. much over that. Um, I agree. I first of all, they tried so hard. I think because it was released in 2009, I think when we have, you know, bad things that happen and they're trying to incorporate it in, you know, thinking that yeah. it's going to last long. I the 9/11 thing was weird to me. I didn't like yes. oh, like I I and I think it would have made sense if I would have watched it in 2009. Yes. Right coming straight from 9-11 but watching it in 2022 it did not fare well um i thought the character the the howard the the howard character who was just so still wanting the ex-girlfriend you're pathetic and then the, oh. like you said sam nelson desmond harrington or whatever coming back in and then the, the couple being married i was very yeah. I, i'm gonna tell you right now the, so Ryan Roberts, the Kristen Kane, Christian Christian Kane, Ryan yeah. Roberts guy. If my boyfriend ever ever treated me like he did with that oh. showing up and like just because I'm talking to my ex, like now yeah. I'm not gonna love you anymore. Nope. I I honestly I couldn't handle it. I was like no like she can there's nothing going on here and then he gave her he gives her the ultimatum and you're like where did this come from like like that so it was it was really it was it was kind of pathetic to me of like they were trying really hard to make it and nothing fell in place with yeah. all of it um the virgin and the 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 multiple friends in this group that all dated each wow. other and then one fell in love with someone outside the group and then <laughs> he, one fell in love with the, somebody in the group and you're just kind of like okay not saying that that doesn't happen but oh, it, does. it, it was not any there was nothing smooth about it and i when i it wasn't even it wasn't even good at the beginning i thought well maybe it would be okay and then the budget for this movie had to have been like i like 
the craft the craft table didn't even <laughs> didn't even couldn't even <laughs> it couldn't even afford McDonald's. Oh, I mean that was God. it was it was that's, probably that's like checks checks mix maybe some checks mix. <laughs> and I mean they didn't even get a cheese tray. Like, <laughs> you know, even even Donald Trump was able to get McDonald's at his White House dinners. Yes, yeah, yeah. These, these these people did not. They were like, did, "Are these M and M's?" And you're like, "No, those are the generic M and M's." We didn't even the get W you. and W's. <laughs> and you know what? This movie was released this year. No, it was released in 2009. No, I thought I no. thought it was released in two thousand. It was released. It was released in two thousand nine, yeah. but it was now released at, on the where we where we watched it, yeah, it in twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. this is two thousand nine. So it makes sense, and yeah. it it it, yeah. it makes sense. It was. Um, oh, the story makes no sense, anyways. This is just terrible and, filmmaking. And Sarah Rue has done so many really good things. She's the only actor in here besides Barry Corbin that I even recognize. Yes. And this had to have been something when she first started. Like it was kind of like, um, what's the movie? What, what's the movie where all the co- the college people all go back to that house? Um, oh. Oh. Um, I don't. Maybe someone died. Uh, it's oh, back. The big chill. The big chill. It's like yeah. they tried. Great movie. It's like they tried to imitate the big chill and failed miserably. So one out of four stars. I mean, it was okay to watch if you want to watch weirdness. It, you know, but <laughs> but the, it's not something that I would that I would you know. It, it's it's an older movie, and I think it probably made more sense. Um, in tw- 2009, but it only got 5.4 out of 10 stars then too, so probably also, not. Also, Kathy Robinson used to star in Beverly Hills 90210 too, and I was like, wow, she really, uh, uh, oh man, she may not get any acting gigs. Well, to be fair, not too many of the 90210 gang really went anywhere because they're uh, mostly known for 90210. Well, yeah, that's oh, I oh, I love 90210, but you know, that's a different topic. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I was just sitting there thinking, my goodness, like Kim said, what was the food budget on this? Like Kim said, <laughs> you know, they probably had some uh, uh, peanuts and maybe uh, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't even think I don't even think their 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 food budget was even that. It, it was probably <laughs> some single mom's WIC card got them some rice cereal. In. <laughs> oh my god! It is. This movie made no sense no matter what year this movie was released in. This yeah. movie was terribly written and terribly. Uh, uh, directed. This would yeah. be just. Re- I mean, to act like somebody would actually be like that character of wanting that girl back so oh, bad. God. It's been how long? Four years? Get over yeah. it. Like, yeah. dude, how oh, pathetic. I'm, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, I know uh, you would, uh, if somebody came on to your boyfriend, Kim, oh, and then if, uh, like Melissa, she's, she's a nice gal. But if you piss her off, 
then it's all go time. You know? <laughs> you know? It's just like, you know, just like your wife too, uh, Derek, you know, it's just oh, like, yeah. hey, you know, you know, they're nice, but don't piss them off, man. So, yeah. All yeah, right, this- what do you think of this movie, Derek? We, we got to get back you to know- Derek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it, this was absolutely a terrible movie. I think <laughs> everybody phoned this one in. I, I suspect that everybody probably signed on to do this either because it was the beginning of a career or they were hoping it'd be a step up, but then something happened and they decided, screw it. I'm not even going to try. I don't even think the director decided to try. You know, when you have more than even a couple of writers working on your your script, that's yeah. already a sign of things to come. You know, if, if if two or three guys can't get it right and you got to bring in seven more, <laughs> and oh, that's God. a sign that nobody can do anything with it. Um, yeah. Desmond yeah. Harrington is somebody I actually enjoy. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, listeners out there who are a fan of the TV show Dexter would remember him as uh, Detective Jonas Quinn from uh, seasons three and on. Uh, and he's he's absolutely fantastic in that yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, but this was just, I mean, I don't know what went wrong. I don't think you can put it on any <laughs> one aspect. Uh, it was a uh, a conglomeration of multiple mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it was all down to the food. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> if they would. Uh... I tell you what, if they had better a better meal, maybe they could have acted better. Maybe I know. The I mean, would be better. Maybe the, the least would be better. The least you could do is get hot dog buns instead of Wonder Bread for your hot dogs. <laughs> You know, I, I think that what we've seen with uh, the with 2020 and the movies that came out right after that, how wow. some of them were, how some of them were just kind of pushed. I think this one had the same thing because it really, for for right after 9/11, it it was almost like they felt as if they had to incorporate that into this movie where it made absolutely no sense for just the one guy. You're just kind of like, where did that come from? And so yeah, I yeah. think at that time and era when when people were so devastated and so mourning, they're still creative that they're trying to, you know, they were trying to be creative, but it was just kind of impossible. Like they tried, but they failed on this one. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, you know, it's if they removed the whole 9-11 thing, which, yeah, it came out of nowhere. And it really had no bearing on the plot. None. Oh, it did. If you remove that and then stretch the script out into, say, a 12-episode show. Right. Give it some more filling and character development. And you could probably have something for some sort of a dramatic show. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. for a, what, 90-minute film? Oh, yeah. God. Was it that long? <laughs> It was. If it if it was any shorter, it felt like it was longer. Uh, Right. (laughs) This this was kind of a pain to watch. Um, Oh. Oh. I guess I guess if I had a choice between this movie and a root canal, 
I would probably choose the, the root, root canal. canal. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> oh at least I'll God. get better with the root canal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Jesus. So I'll I'll give this one one star, and that's for the end credits. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was for that was for people showed up. That's the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Oh wow! It's just oh man. Okay, next up is Rise on Disney Plus. Okay, this is uh, I can't. Uh, I know this player, and I cannot pronounce his last name. Kim, help me pronounce his last oh, name. Oh no, you're not going to make me say it. And yeah. it it's. And a Anatomcompo. That's how I would say it too, Kim. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, this is a story about five uh, Nigerian uh, uh, brothers who moved to Greece with their parents. Uh, uh, Sierra and Charles, uh, uh, whatever their last name is, uh, Kanapuko, uh, decide to move to Greece to get a better life for their family. Uh, this couple works hard to provide uh, uh, everything for their children, and they, I mean, they have difficulties with uh, the kids getting their citizenship, and they're out, they're out to earn money to pay their bills. And they also sell souvenirs to the people in Athens, and um, and then uh, and then one time they they lose all their water, then they get kicked out of their apartment, and nothing's going well for this family at this time. So the opportunity arises when uh, Acapulco brothers all decide to take on uh, look at the basketball court. And, uh, and they kind of are interested in playing this sport. And uh, once their talents, they begin very slowly. Uh, but then once they get this game, then they dominate it, including uh, um, uh, uh, Charles, uh, uh, whatever his last name is, Asapoko. And I thought this movie was uh, uh, so well uh, well directed and brilliantly written and the acting in this is amazing and there are some tears and some great moments and and uh, I thought the basketball action uh, was great too and and then uh, they just kind of uh, when uh, Aza, when Azabuko goes to the uh, eventually he's directed by Milwaukee um, he said I'm here to I want all of my family to come to America and you know that that that's because all the these families are so close they have nothing but the love between uh, the the families and that's it. And I thought that this movie was so well done. That, like I said before, there's uh, so many uh, parts of this story. And sometimes uh, I got teary-eyed, and then I was cheering. And I, I just love this whole story. I'm going to give this movie uh, three and a half out of four stars. It's so worth watching. 
And uh, even if you don't like basketball, this is such a good movie to watch because this is all a true story. And I just thought this movie was so well done, well directed, and the acting in this is excellent. Three and a half out of four stars once again. Uh, what do you think, Kim? So one of the sports that I do not enjoy is NBA basketball. <laughs> I just don't find anything about it. But I watched Hustle the other day, oh, and I great. I enjoyed that one. And this show, when it first started out, I had no clue what I was getting into. I never liked to read it. You know, I'm just and so it starts out, and I'm thinking, oh no, this is not going to be one of those movies where people are tortured and there's military because when they break, you know, they come into the place and they're hiding and they've got the police people in there. And and I had no clue what I was getting into. And then it started growing and then going forward and the kids were born. And um, I would just have to say that this is a film that you have to watch. Yeah. Um, I, it was so amazing because I don't think people realize just how other people's lives are and how important family is when there is nothing else around you. Like, you can't go out and make friends because you're illegal and you can't trust anybody because you're illegal and the only people you have to depend on is yourself. And these, you know, the dad wasn't a hard ass. Um, what was the one with the Serena Williams? The yeah. what that, that movie? You know, yeah. like, he oh, yeah. was... Uh I'll go ahead. I was going to say, he pushed the daughters. Yeah. He pushed the daughters to do this. And these kids did this on their own. Yeah. They literally were kind of like, hey, we're tall. Let me try this out. And like, we can do this. And it, to me, I I applaud. I applaud um, the actors for portraying these guys. And I guarantee you, if they're anything like they portrayed, these guys are amazing. And they're like, there's like, two or three of them that play in the NBA. There's three of them. And, and wow. I, I commend their parents. I know that their father died, um, a few years ago. Uh, the, The real father died. And he, one of the, one of the brothers was given a speech. Um, and at the very, at the very end, that was the oldest one, the decayed baby or, uh, whatever his last name is. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I would have to say this one I would give four out of four stars for just for the fact that it is so nice to finally to see more of of um, good. Like good and and they did not have it easy and we all take we all take our lives for granted. Nobody knows what it's like to 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 be scared and hide. And we have people in the United States who are not here legally, but they're trying to do the best that they possibly can. Yes. And it's not made it's not easy for them to change, you know, their status. Um, and I just I commend I commend these young men for being awesome. I. I, they're, they're amazing, good kids. Yeah. I, I just thought like you, the, the writing, the directing, the acting, the basketball play, everything in yeah. this movie is just so well done. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. What'd you think, Derek? Yeah, this was absolutely a wonderful film. Uh, and it hits on several important things, not just, you know, the, 
the the success that that these kids uh, grow into, but the the lifestyle changes they have to make, and and uh, the trials and tribulations they go through to get there. So it's it's this is one of those films that's kind of hard to fit into any one one genre, subgenre. You can't say it's necessarily a sports film. You you can't necessarily say it's a drama, uh, but it's all those things. And yeah. everybody did a an absolutely fantastic job. Uh, I think casting was was perfect. I mean, it you couldn't have gotten any better with the casting. No. Director no. did a, an excellent job. I mean, just the look of the film, uh, the the sets, uh, the the costuming, uh, just everybody was was like on their peak for this this job. So it. Yeah, it, three out of four stars for me. You know, I can I can say something in this show. Um, when it comes to when it comes to my real life and my family's real life and doing living around here and being in the business world, the one thing that we always stand bes- behind is that we will never sell our soul, and we will never we will never lower our standards for anything. What we say goes, and these people showed integrity. Um, because you know vultures are out there in the world and you can take the easy way out and that easy way out comes with strings it comes with drama it comes with a lot of other things sometimes and that i think was the that was the coolest part of this whole thing like the you know like kind of meshing it with our family we always say we will not sell our soul and a lot of people do that in life because it's the easiest way to do it you know and this family they stuck up with their integrity and and that is not normal it is not normal and i that that was awesome to me yeah i'm i'm telling you what this uh movie that a family should watch. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to get so much out of this movie. Now, me and you and Derek, we, we know how the world works. But this is just a great story about good people or just to make good for themselves in the world. And that's why, yeah, that's just, uh, that, it's just like, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's so amazing. And then when they hired that agent, uh, the, the agent only re- represented the, uh, their family. And and he said, yeah, you're my first client and all that. And, yeah. and you know, one of the up-and-coming agents came in there and offered him, what, $5,000 and say, hey, we're going to take your kid uh, as far as he can go. And they turned him down because they said he's part of our family. Yeah, I, that's what I like about this movie. Now we're going to up the class a little bit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Beavis and Butthead do the universe on Paramount Plus. Now, Beavis and Butthead are in a little bit of trouble, so the judge sentences them to maybe spend uh, their time at Space Camp, and so uh, they have a uh, one of the astronaut or the astronauts say, "Wow, look how he's." Uh, they're, I can't say what they're doing because it's going to give it all away. But um, you know, then they they hired them to be astronauts because they th- they sent them to outer space with three other ast- or four other astronauts 
this movie, okay, this movie is just a fun movie. The first movie was great. The TV series is great. Um, uh, these, well, no, these uh, kind of, uh, why am I afraid? Uh, heroes, not really heroes, but even some butthead, just step into the modern future. And it's just like, you know, it's just, um, I just love this movie. Um, uh, Beavis and Butthead uh, do the universe, uh, uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe as such uh, a well done movie. Mike Judge, who does a, the voices of Beavis and Butthead and so many other characters in this great movie. Like I said before, it was also a fantastic TV series. And uh, it's well directed by Albert uh, Corus and John Rice. I got to give this movie uh, three out of four stars. I loved every second of this movie. It's worth watching. What do you think, Tim? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I laughed the entire time. Oh, my gosh. And I kept I kept sending Ron little quotes. And he was like, question mark? Question mark? And I was like, oh, I'm watching Beavis and Butthead. He's like, that explains it. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, there's going to be some people that are totally offended by this movie. And I say, I say, it sucks to be you. I've, I've always loved Beavis and Butthead. I've always thought they were dumb. I'm, you know, I am a that's what she said, that's what he said kind of person. I am, <laughs> I am, I, I, and for one year I made up my own. I said, that's what she wants and that's what he wants all, all year long. And, and I'm listening to this and oh my gosh, just like, <laughs> It's amazing. And he does such a good job that it was it was hilarious to me. And I loved the interaction with Siri. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. And you know, and I and then bringing in the other dudes, the smartest of the Beavis and Buttheads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> None of, and, and then they were like, Oh, have you watched have you watched um, what movie is it? They're like, have you watched uh, whatever movie it was? And they're like, no. And they're like, oh, well, that would have helped us explain it a lot better, like yeah. with the alternate with the alternate worlds and and uh, it was. I just I I found it. It's it, this is a great show just to watch and enjoy. And three out of four stars. If you liked Beavis and Butthead, they, this will not disappoint. Now, I tell you what, I love the TV series like you yep. did and Derek did. And I love the first movie. And I love this movie. It's just good entertainment. You can just check your mind out at the door and enjoy some great characters. It takes yes. you back to middle school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, me and you, Kim, we were out of high school. No, no, I meant like that's middle school humor. Oh, well, well, yeah, you're just. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Now, I tell you what, this is such a great movie. What do you think, Derek? This was, you know, family, wholesome entertainment at its best. <laughs> yes, it's for the whole family. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. If, if you were a kid growing up in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> back when MTV still showed music videos, uh -huh. then you would remember their early foray into entertainment outside of music. Uh, things like... Uh, 
uh, what was that uh, game uh, show they did? Remote Control or whatever oh, it was called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, Beefs and Butthead. Ren and Stimpy got their start on there. Oh, yeah. Late night, they had Liquid Television, which premiered the character of Eon Flux. Yes. Uh, but Beefs and Butthead stands out the most because even though it was more of an adult-orientated show, most of us who were under a certain age stayed up late at night so we could watch it. Oh, God, yes. Oh. And it was great, you know? I, yes. I mean, everybody, I don't care who you are out there, we all know a Beavis and a Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some of us may even be Be-head Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> And this movie is just, I mean, it's nostalgia bait all the way. I mean, if if you were a fan of the TV show, the first movie, Beavis and Butthead, Do America, then you're going to get drawn into this just because, you know, it's like reminiscing with your friends. And to be honest, if you had friends you watched Beavis and Butthead with, you need to watch this movie with them. Even if you haven't spoken to them in a decade or more, find them, look them up on Facebook and just invite them to a screening of Beavis and Butthead do the universe and I guarantee you guys will be talking about Cindy Lauper before you know it you know hey I love Cindy Lauper oh she's great yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah it's fantastic it's it's hilarious I mean every stupid little beat of this movie can just get even the smallest a chuckle from you then you're a decent human being yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! And that's and that's one of the things. You know, I like stupid humor. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the slapstick comedies of the old '30s and '40s. You know, it's yeah, Three Stooges. It's Marx yes. Brothers. It's it's vaudevillian humor at its best. I mean, one of the oldest jokes they've ever discovered was written in a, a Egyptian dialect in a pyramid somewhere, and it's a your mama joke. You know, so. This kind of humor has been funny to us for for literally millennia, so we should embrace it, enjoy it. And this movie does that. It takes all the the, the potty humor and and, and the, the gross out humor and the slapstick and it, it just it's prideful of it and I love it for it. So yeah, this this is three out of four stars for me. Uh, six thumbs up. I you know, whatever you wanna say. It's it's a fantastic film. Everybody has to see this. Even if yeah. you're offended by it, you need to see it. Exactly. <laughs> also, my judge does so many characters in this movie, including Beavis and Butthead, but also he uh, did King of the Hill, too, which was another great TV series. You know, but interesting interesting cool. side bit here about the King of the Hill. Uh, Hank Hill was originally supposed to be the crotchety neighbor Yes. From Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. But Fox didn't want to have a show about <laughs> a 50, 60 year old man. They wanted to have a show about your average typical American family. So they wanted him to be somebody in his 40s or 50s, or 40s, 30s and 40s. So all yeah. Mike Judd did is just gave him some hair. <laughs> but if you listen to the voice, there are certain cues between Hank Hill 
and that crotchety neighbor that are almost perfectly on the spot. So you you can kind of tell that it's still there, even though oh, he's yeah. not the same neighbor. Yes, yes. Uh, see, th- this movie, uh, uh, anything that uh, Mike Judge does is usually going to be worth watching because yeah. he's just he's just a great. Uh, uh, he he writes, he uh, voices, and he directs. We can't do any more than that. So, okay, coming up this year in August, the Slash Bash Horror Sci-Fi Film Festival is going to be this year at Beacon Performing Arts Center, August the 26th and the 27th. This year, we're bringing in Deborah Foreman, we're bringing in Tom Matthews, we're bringing in Tracy Savage, Deborah Voorhees, we're also going to bring in Patrick Gray and Kristen Vanavos. Todd Sheets is going to be there, along with uh, Dylan Fon Harvey, and uh, and uh, you can pick up tickets for only twenty dollars. And tickets will go on sale at Vintage Stock uh, as well. And you know, if you want to have a booth, or if you just want to come on out, you can buy your tickets at slashabashfilmfestival.com. And that's it. That's all you got to do. And if you want a booth, it's only $50 to get a booth. I mean, you can't get any better than that. I know how much other conventions charge. And we're the lowest price, I think, to get a booth anywhere in the country. So, yeah. And then also, next week, we're going to bring in Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between on Netflix. Good luck to you, Rio Grande, on Hulu, and The Man from Toronto on Netflix. We liked uh, two of these movies so much, and the first one wasn't even worth turning on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, superstar, Kim Schultz. Thank you so much, Kim. You're welcome. And I want to thank Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Okay, and I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The Aisle Seat.